This is the Slime Sandwich Podcast. So I was seeing this new strain <sighs> of COVID. This new strain of COVID. Yeah. I was saying everyone either has it or will get it or um, has already. What's the other one? Has already had it. The other one. But uh, what makes you say that? <laughs> I think, no, no, no. Seriously, everyone that I saw so far, everyone yeah. either got it or... Because, like, obviously, God forbid, but I know I'm going to get it. That's reassuring. Especially because we're this close. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, you practice safe, safe uh, distancing. Welcome back to the Slime Sandwich Podcast. Or uh, as Nabi likes to likes to call it, the slimiest podcast on YouTube on the planet. Thank you for tuning in. Today is another Supreme Slime special, as you can see right here. And uh, we've been gone for a while. Been gone for ten days now. We're we are in a new year as well. We are happy New Year happy to all year of you to everyone. and to you. Thank you. I got a very emotional message by from you, by the way. Yeah. We can address that now if you want, or we can address it off camera mm. or now. Bit of a blur oh. for you, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I spent my uh, my New Year's with a uh, few peeps that uh, watched the show. Um, namely, Jasim and Amr, who came, who were guests, one of the nice guests that we have on the show. And they hosted us, which was very nice of them. And yep, I got, <clears throat> you know, a bit emotional, let's put it, to put it that way. And sent me a voice note. Yeah, I, I sent so a voice note to my loved ones to, to, to tell them. But it's touching, it was nice. To tell them that um, I am grateful to have them in my life and that I have people who care about me and uh, support me. Well, that's very thoughtful yeah. of you. That's very good. What, yeah, I don't really remember what the voice note says, but said, but I know that it? it's, I know that it's positive. Very. Right. I'm not going to play it. <coughs> yeah, I know. But it's, it was very positive and I really appreciated it. And you, what did you do for uh, New Year's? I stayed home, had to get tested mm. because one of my friends was positive. This and, is a, uh, it's a reoccurring theme. Getting the good old, yeah, I got it. Or yeah, I saw someone that got it. It's getting more and more uh, frequent it here is. in Dubai. It is. We need to be very careful. I feel like it's all over the world as well. Yeah, but in our in our like situation, right. it's getting more like than even more than when we were here uh, back in in summer, right? Mm. I feel like because of the new variant strain, mm. COVID new variant strain that you were talking about. Yes, which is it said seventy percent more potent. Uh, what does that mean? Just spreads easier. Yeah, spreads easier. I think, but it's all that. I mean. It isn't scary to me, but I mean, the, the fact that mm. we live with our parents just makes it mm. 10 times more scary. It is a phase that's going to pass and we hope it passes quickly. Um, but there are is you going to get vaccinated? That's what I was going to say. I mean, to counter this new variant, there is also a rise in people getting vaccinated. Mm. And uh, to answer your question, uh, I don't think so for the time being. Um, I think, you know, 
the general consensus within my family. I mean, more like not not really consensus. It's more me and my parents and my brother just kind of wants to get mm. done with it. He just he would take the the vaccine for sure. It's just that they they want to they want to give it some time to see like not to be the first batch of people in the world to to take it. But um, apparently the queen took uh, one of the vaccines, the Astro, AstroZenka, AstroZenka Oxford, the one that was um, developed in, uh, in Oxford. Really? Apparently she took that. So that, I mean, that it's would quite be... quite reassuring. That would, that, that's probably the, the most convincing peace person mm. that can take it. I mean, there's no one in the world that's more powerful than the queen. Mm. Speaking of the queen. Yeah. I told you about The Crown, right? The Crown, one of the best Netflix shows I've ever watched. And it's like, I mean, my image of the queen mm. wasn't like this before I started watching the She's show. She's an amazing figure. Right? She is. And she, and she went through a lot. Her job is not easy. Not easy at all. Queen of England, by the way. Uh, <laughs> do, you know another, do you know another queen? Uh, no, not really. Because there isn't any. Yeah, are you sure? There could be, by the way. But anyway, Which, this, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think so. But anyway, this, it really portrays, like, obviously some personal experiences that she went through in her life. But especially, like, this, the role that she's responsible for in parallel with her own personal life. It's very, it's very tough to keep both intact and to to have such a solid career, like... Like the one that she's had. And separate, right? Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think ultimately she's done it so well that people forget how hard it is to separate when you're in the limelight to separate personal from private. We saw it with Diana, Princess Diana. Mm. I mean, mm, she's had, she has so many documentaries also on, on Netflix and she, she was arguably the, the favorite person of, of the public favorite um celebrity of of the public because she was so daring in what she did and um and the, but obviously the queen has a different type of responsibility yeah. i mean you're the queen of england you know uh, obviously this this daring attribute that you just talked mm -hmm. about in the series and i'm sure people know this i didn't know this until i watched the series mm -hmm. the queen's sister Are is you spoiling so for the people who want no, to no 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 i'm not going to spoil anything but uh, the uh the, the queen's sister uh, Princess Margaret mm. is completely different from the queen mm. herself and her character is quite the opposite mm. uh, of, of Queen Elizabeth and she actually wanted to be queen more than more than the uh, Queen Elizabeth herself mm. she was more like passionate about it she was very you know she's a very um, flamboyant mm. personality mm. you know uh very outgoing very you know funny extravagant you know the queen is very conservative very like um you know she it is hard to keep that image because the queen does prioritize the monarchy's image mm. and the traditional path that they've been on and margaret is actually quite the opposite she doesn't mind the tradition but she also doesn't mind changing it a bit mm. and she was actually a huge uh, she played very big key roles uh, within the monarchy uh, and actually for the government itself to make things better politically with other mm. countries because other countries loved her 
mm. uh, loved her as a person and as uh, and the, a lot of people actually saw her as a leader at, uh, as well mm. um, so there is a, a I wouldn't say a dispute but there is like uh, a, a difference or a um, okay a difference in, in opinion um, between the queen and princess Margaret in terms of uh, responsi- like responsibility and uh, and key roles as monarchs you know but then you maybe can ask maybe to just conclude this point um, it, it, maybe in her personal life or if she wasn't to become mm. the longest serving uh, leader uh, in the world mm. Queen Elizabeth Maybe she would just be like her sister. Did she? Do you think, in the case, did she? Do you think the person, the, the, um, who becomes the heir, the heir to the to the throne, mm. has to adapt to the role of monarch, or does, um, or can they just be themselves? I think they have to tone it down. I mean, with such responsibility, with such. Um, Accountability. I think they, they need to act in a certain way. You know, it's um, it's a very particular role. I think it is. You know, my point is that she was visiting an, an army somewhere in one of the islands. I think next to Australia. Recently, relatively, and I think the guy because there's a an old fashioned like bow that they do, and he just I think it was you you go. You sit on the ground or something, and she she really acknowledged that because mm. he took the time that showed respect. But, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, and she's obviously led to so many uh, amazing things that have happened in in, in Britain in the past uh, the past years, you know, mm. and the not and some not so amazing things like Brexit. Also, but I mean, this right. is this is I mean, more prime minister deal than her, you know, right. But yeah, they do need her consent on making the decisions because mm. she's not responsible. She's not the head of the government, mm. right? She's not. She's not the government, but she is responsible for the government. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She gives the consent for the decisions that that they make. Mm. Uh, unlike the war in Egypt, for example. Mm. She didn't know about that, by the way, when they, uh, when France, uh, uh, the UK and Israel uh, made this pact mm. and attacked uh, and, and tried mm. to take uh, the Swiss Canal back. But obviously that didn't happen. Right. Too strong. They tried to, uh, to, to attack uh, Port Said mm. and that also didn't work. And she wasn't aware of that when it happened. It happened illegally without the consent and the support of the UN. And uh, that's what happens when you don't, when the queen doesn't give you her consent and doesn't give you her um, blessing, uh, her blessing, just don't do it. Mm. That's what happens. And uh, <laughs> that led to the famous speech, right? Which one? You, you, that you, you introduced to me. Um, I don't want to say who it was because I might be wrong. But Go on. No, you know, you know, you do know. No, no, but, no, but you the do, speech you do. Just where he told it. me where even the queen is, he was saying the queen uh, might say things um, 
but we're all, our, our, our population, our people are strong. Who is it? Was it after that? Are you talking about... Are you talking about Glenn Abdenosa? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, that's yeah, him. It is. You showed me that speech. It's yeah, a very here's powerful the, here's speech. The, here's the speech. An, an excerpt. <laughs> here's the, the speech. That shows the resilience of Arab countries also. Mm -hmm. Of Egypt. At the time, I think Egypt, I mean, I, I'm not a historian of Egypt. Obviously. But, but uh, everyone in, in, in the Arab world, everyone knows the not only the power of Egypt but the influence and the dependency that other like every Arab country as of today and and wait wait, wait before you say no no and over the years be, yeah. depend on Egypt mm. a lot but of <laughs> course I mean Egypt is uh, one of the most influential countries of the Middle East and North Africa and it's definitely, it shaped some of the countries around, around them because of the very strong, strong character population and very resilient uh, people. And also the, the, the big uh, importance they give to faith, you know, and f how faith can guide them in their endeavors. That's true. But that's the whole Arab world, by the way. Mm. That's, that's, that's what drives the, the, the Arab people. The problem is that some countries lean towards radicalism fundamental religious fundamentalism instead of using religion as a way of 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 empowering them they use it as a way of um as, as a way of just i don't want to say destroying but no no, no i mean it is it is in a, in a way when you when you lean towards radicalism it becomes you're tarnishing the good image of 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 Islam, which is the predominant religion in the Arab, in the Middle East and North Africa, despite other, um, the cohabitation of faiths, this is the predominant one if you're looking on average, and it's you're tarnishing the image of this religion by going towards extremisms, and that's why I'm saying not all countries um, use it in a, in a in a positive way, you know, to to advance to to progress, you know. Uh, I don't want to give countries, of course, but uh, obviously we don't yeah. want to get too deep into politics, but we are, uh, uh, you know, citing this attribute, this value yeah. of a lot of Arab countries as something that has helped this region move forward. For sure, for sure. Uh, like, like the UAE, of course, it's the, sure. this country is built on uh, yeah. amazing uh, principles. Islamic principles and values. And, and that's, that's why that's why there are no wars here i mean that the, they there's rarely any conflict with other other uh, other countries the, the aim here is to just have overall peace you know uh, uh, it's it's called the uh, peaceful coexistence between the arab world that's it is and that here is the biggest example of this you know if if the countries all followed the example of the uae we would have a overall pacific region where people were Every country can prosper without having conflicts. You know that's that's mm -hmm. what that's the aim. Um, and obviously, also not getting into more details here, but uh, the UAE also uh, did a pact mm. very recent. Did you see it with okay. Qatar? 
You can now fly oh. to Qatar from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great news. Yeah. Great to see that the Arab world is, uh, is coming together. It's rebuilding ties. You know? It is. To move forward, it's 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 very beneficial. It's very it's a very good thing. It really is good to move forward. You know what I've noticed this this period of time. Mm. I'm talking like I'm 80 years old, but mm. people change. Like so many people that I've seen so far, mm. have changed. Mm. I don't know if it's the year. I don't know if it's 2020 or if it's. Uh, because we're 21 and this is the period where everyone, mm. you know, gets to know themselves or whatever you want to call it. A lot of people have changed for the good and the bad. How so? Have you? Have I changed? That's a, that's a genuine that's question. A deep, it's a very broad and deep question that would require a lot of thinking. But... Okay, if I tell you right now. Okay, are you the same... If you look one year back. No, I, I think... We were together one year back, by the way, London. Exactly one year back. We were, yeah. We we had a very nice... Trip. I mean, a very nice trip. A very nice, like, little little week in London where we, we always have fun when we're together in London. We are. I mean, I was... See, when I look at that period, mm. not the same yeah. not the same guy. Ch- changes happen... Every day there are, there are different, I think, um, you have different levels of how you change. You have micro changes maybe at a, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, little things that change. Then you have more profound changes. Then you have like alterations in, in who you are as a person, which probably take longer. Mm. But in a year even, like people change, you, know, you can change so much in, in just one year that maybe shows you how much life has to offer, you know, like how in one year time you're going to be so different, you know, you keep your core fundamental values and principles and you add things that you believe can make you a better person. Absolutely. Me too, a year ago, I, I wouldn't say I'm a, I was a completely different person, but I added and I took out some things and I'm, and I'm, it's also about the progress, you mm-hmm. know, to where you're going to be. If you feel like you've advanced into, so like, let's say I'm, I'm trying to be more patient I'll feel, I will feel it if I believe that I'm on the right path or if I believe that I'm doing things that make it me less patient or if I've had situations where I felt like I didn't show patience. You know? mm. But yeah, obviously, I, I'm not going to say, oh, end of 2020, beginning 21, I'm a different person because mm. it's like the people who say, oh, 2021, um, there's not going to be COVID anymore. Like everything's going to go back to normal. No, it's just the, the year is, you know. But change is important, you know, is, is important because it's essential, really. You can't be the same person like you, you can't you can't live the same. You can't have the same. Ex- if you don't change, it means you haven't experienced experience. anything new. But even even if you say that you don't want to change, it's inevitable that you will experience some change in life at some point. You know, there are phases in your life. You know, I mean, hmm. we're, we're 21 years old, like. We can think that at 30, in nine years' time, we'll start a whole new chapter. It's it's almost a whole new life, you know. You, I look at it almost in like every set, in like in a, in, a, in in ten years. You know what I mean? Uh, Twenty to thirty, then you go your thirties, your forties, and each phase obviously will bring different things. You know, obviously it's not pinpointed. It's like you can't pinpoint. Oh, I'm gonna get married at 27, at 28. You know, 
but it's obviously rough estimates. And that's how women think. Yeah. Some some women are. I understand that though, because I think the, the the conception the the conception of the concept of marriage for women is much more like an ideal than men. You know, like they always they they, they look at it as this like fairy fairy tale thing. You know, wedding. You know, uh, with with their dress and their dad taking them down the thing, the island, and and the, the love of their lives. You know, it's so much more of a it's so much of a, of an idyllic thing for for women than for men. So obviously, some of them plan it. You know, it's a whole thing. I get that. But, but, um, but then, but, but yeah, so they, they put more of an age, but I get that men, it's just, we, we, we feel like we need to, 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 to figure out a few things before, but I think women more and more as well. Uh, and yeah, but I think it's important to, to live, to, to experience things by yourself before getting married mm -hmm. you know like there are some things that you can't l learn and and experience when you're with someone you know like um i mean it's more of um some things just need to be learned alone i think you know definitely i think you need to be able to define yourself and find your purpose instead of having someone to find a purpose for you or you i mean you, you shouldn't no 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 I'm, no, I'm, no I'm serious i know you shouldn't like that person shouldn't be that purpose or um that person shouldn't define you you know what i mean yeah yeah no for sure that, that's why you you gotta build who you are yes until you're satisfied and until until you're almost at a point where it's like i feel like I am this person. It's it's like I'm I'm built, you know. I'm a, I'm like I'm me, you know. Mm. It's I feel like I, I don't have, because I think at the learning curve when you're twenties is so steep, but then when you're in your thirties to forties, it's it's steep. But you know already the fundamental things about life. You always right. learn. Yeah. But there are like when you're you know when you're forty, all the people at forty they know the same things approximately about the the core things about life. You know, like family. Do you, you think know? that's as in like that's a bit depressive, isn't it? If you already know everything and you're no, not you, you looking forward everything. to any, I mean, I'm not gonna say no, no, no. I'm not saying you know everything, but I mean, you know the the, the you, givens, you know, right? You have like a like a uh, you have this this tunnel vision, yeah, of where you're gonna end up, mm. what you have to do, and the responsibilities that you have. That that's what you're saying, right? The problem is that it's yeah. I mean, maybe from this from our perspective at this age. That's why we find it scary to be at that stage. It's 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 hard. It's difficult at this time to think so far ahead because There's I no can't point. imagine myself with with that many responsibilities and that mm. like that much pressure on me. You know. But then that's life. You when you're in it, you'll adapt and you'll be fine. But it's about enjoying the the ride towards there every day you you know it's not about the destination it's yeah. about the journey for sure for sure right same I for, agree. for change you know it's not about the change at the end it's about the progress you make to get to the change mm -hmm. you know um because that's what you learn from you just you don't learn these are I the mean, experiences because if you get to where you want to get to right Without, away yeah you don't you don't really gain much right yeah Other it's, than, it's the failure it's the 
the failure that teaches you the most in life, I think. Right. Because when, really, when you get to where you want to get to without doing what you have to do, I don't feel like you would get the same sense of, no, not satisfaction, but you wouldn't understand how you got there. And so you wouldn't be as happy if you got there in, uh, you know, shortcuts or whatever. Mm. Uh, There aren't shortcuts in life. I I don't, emotionally, like for a person to grow, you cannot, there aren't any shortcuts. You have to, you have to go through shit. You have to, you have to learn, you have to make mistakes. It's okay to have regrets. It's okay to uh, obviously make mistakes, but it's very important to learn from them and to grow out of them, Mm. right? And to be fair, uh, despite my young age, I've learned a lot from a fair share of mistakes I've made. I mean, they're not costly. They were kind of costly, but I mean, you know. Um, I'm thinking of a particular story Mm. of when... I lost my well the story of where I lost my passport, but I didn't really lose it. <laughs> right. It was I was Go on, tell the story. Yeah. I'll try to be brief because it's a bit long. So but I was uh, I was on holiday with a few friends after our senior year uh, uh graduating, you know, mm. and um from school. And we went to we went decided to go to Barcelona. Speak up, Neville. Don't be ashamed of your story. No, no, no. It's, Speak up. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'm building up to it. It's not. It's not really. It's not bad. And I don't think we're speaking of the same story. We are. Yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. The airport, right? Yeah. yeah. Just say it. Shout out to Barcelona 2K17. The people. My G's, my slimes, and so, and so we were like at the end of the trip and. I had planned a a detour basically from from my from my the, the intended location I was gonna go to after the senior trip. So I was supposed to go see my my family, my parents. I detoured to go somewhere else, and uh, and I planned it. You know, I planned the whole thing, <laughs> and, and I also had to and and before leaving, I had to re, to go to the uh, the UAE consulate council. Uh, and uh, to renew my ID to, to have a, to see if I can renew it there, and I was I had to go before that even to 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 print to get a print of my passport, and uh, and basically I got to the to the council council after that, and they didn't uh, and they told asked me for my passport which I couldn't I didn't have because I felt for my I, I went to go for my bag, and I didn't have my bag on me. And so I was like, oh, shit, like I lost it because I took it the taxi. Maybe I left it in the taxi. I'm such a such an idiot and shit. And then and I'm panicking and I decide to go to the um, first. I tell my dad and if he's watching this, he'll remember his reaction. Uh, and uh, and I go to the police station and uh, I tell them, yeah, I file a report, a loss, a loss report of the passport. And then and then I my, my dad obviously has the a good idea of telling me to go check, retrace my steps. And I go and I and I find it at the print shop that I that I went to before taking the cab to go to the to the council. And I'm like, oh, I got it, I got it. And he obviously tells me, um, go back to the uh, to the police uh, station and tell them that you found it, right? And I'm like, oh no, I don't think it's necessary. Um, anyways, I'm tired and you know and 
just this situation by itself shows how much I've changed. I would never do that now. And so I don't. And I'm on my way. So I'm, I'm on my way to um, to the place I'm supposed to go. And I'm, 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 I have a stop. So I stop in Paris, right? So I'm Barcelona, Paris, Paris, Beirut. I was going to Beirut. And sorry, sorry, sorry. I do the, I do the whole trip. What happens at the airport when you, when yeah. you check in? So I do the whole trip. I get to Beirut. I spend the days there. And I'm on my way back to go back to Spain to see my parents. And I, I do Beirut, Paris. I'm in Paris. I'm about to, to go. I'm about to pass the, the immigration to go into the plane uh, to go back to Spain. Mm. That's after the whole, after I went to Beirut. And, and then the, the woman's like, um, sorry, but your, your passport's been flagged. Uh, Interpol, you can't fly. Like at, at this age, I didn't know what Interpol was. I didn't know anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, your passport's invalid. It's been, um, it's been canceled. It's been... Um, just Whatever. because this guy reported the because, lost passport, because basically didn't report it back, like as in found. So, so, so basically, the police station had contacted mm. the English, the British embassy in Barcelona, and told them that there was a missing passport in case someone had stolen it and was going to use it, which is obviously normal. And I end up in the the police station of the Charles de Gaulle um, airport. Shout out. The Charles de Gaulle, de Gaulle airport in Paris, ah, okay. which is, no, not Charles de Gaulle, <laughs> the airport, because I had very fond memories there, fond, um, because uh, they said I couldn't fly back even to Lebanon because I didn't even have my, I didn't have my Lebanese passport. Um, and so they put me in this, they said, you have to sleep in the airport. I said, oh, okay, where? And they said, yeah, we'll put in accommodation. And I, and I was like, I just told my parents, I was like, yeah, they're putting me in a, in a hotel at the airport. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like a Hilton or something. I end, I end up in this little, this little like area that they have behind the airport where they, they basically, it's accommodation, accommodation for uh, people with no, who don't have their sans papier, who don't have their papers, <laughs> basically, who are paperless. Who don't have passports. Who don't have their passports or their any form of identification and who have been there for like a while. So I'm going through this tunnel, right? Like I'm going through this like area and it's, it's like there are windows on the side and I see these like huge black men like looking at me like, like as if I'm in a prison, you know what I mean? Like, as if, like this guy is like fresh meat or just, you know, we'll, we'll have fun with him, you know? And luckily I was, I was a minor, I was 17. So they put me in an area for minors and I had the, and I saw these like mainly they were like, like kids, like children, Vietnamese children there waiting who had been there for two weeks. Oh, that's horrible. And I sat in a cell because actually it was like a cell. There's a, it was a little window and all I had was my, in my bag, I had a book, an iPad, but the iPad didn't have charge. And I had, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to have my phone with me. So, oh, so they, it was a prison. It, it was like, it was, it was like that. I didn't, I wasn't allowed to have my phone. They said you can't record the inside. Oh. So, and I, and I, uh, I had to take numbers, the numbers before giving my phone so that I could call. And I got like two calls a day and I just called like the people and, and yeah. Um, well, that's, and it, was, uh, it, it was one night, but uh, to be fair. Um, was it yeah. scary? It wasn't scary, but it teaches you a lot. And since then I haven't lost a single thing. I'm, I have in my mind, it's now like this neurological thing where I'm always looking, I'm always touching, I'm always everything. What was your dad's reaction, by the way? Was he pissed? 
Yeah, he freaked out because because then he had to come the next day with my Lebanese passport or else I couldn't leave. So he came with the Lebanese why, why passport. Why can't he just unfreeze it? The what? Your other passport. Oh, it was, no, it wasn't frozen. It was like they terminated it. They broke it. Like it was gone. Oh. You know? Yeah. So, so he had to come with my Lebanese passport and I had to... Um, I had to file for a, for a 14 day Schengen visa so that I could go back with him to Spain, mm. and that's what happened. And then and then after that, I I got a new passport uh, in the UK when I went for uni. Long long story. Basically, the point is uh, don't lose your shit. Yeah, and, but if you do, learn learn about it. L- learn from it, like I did. You lessons at the airport. Uh, honestly, I'm. Oh, I also lost that trip. I lost my my luggage. At the someone stole my luggage at the airport, which is um, just fun. By the way, speaking I, of of airports and people not being allowed on flights, those those guys who uh, uh, <laughs> who broke into the the capital, oh, they, you know they've been uh, flagged as uh, on the uh, on the no fly yeah. list. They're not allowed to fly out of their city, out of their state. Yeah, but it's, I feel like these are the type of people who never, who don't even have passports, who couldn't tell you any other country on the map. I mean, if they're, if they're like crazy enough to, to, to no, raid it's, the, it's, the capital. What it's, they I mean, did is, it's, ri- it's ridiculous. This like, by itself shows that our democracy is in a crisis. This by itself. Who's, who's we? Who's our? Our, I mean, the notion of democracy. Listen, the, the notion the of, of democracy consists of controversies over controversies, okay? There isn't, like, I mean, as long as you have the freedom, okay, that would lead you to this extent to mm-hmm. break into the capital because your own president tells you that he loves you for doing mm-hmm. so and that he... This guy got banned on, on Twitter, on, on all social media. It, it, they, they did a, a, a Uno reverse card. He said he was planning on, on banning Twitter and he got banned. Off it. It's, it's funny, to be fair. But it's obviously, it had a huge impact on the stock market, actually. Really? Twitter is, is down, like, it's been down for the past week or something. Really? It's down, like, 7% today. But uh, the only stock that's not down is... Tesla just doesn't go down. This man, by <laughs> Except the way. today, actually. But Respect to that guy. But Elon Musk, uh, props for one thing. Um, some of his ideas are, are delirious, mm-hmm. but the work ethic yes. is unbeatable, uncomparable, unmatchable. And his care for the world. How much he cares about the well-being of the world and to save the world in mm. case we destroy it and his plan to get on Mars and whatever. Yeah. He obviously cares for the well-being of this world. And that's that's why I like the guy. He he might seem very strange like through his mm. interviews and he's very like he's he's different. It doesn't matter if you have 190 billion dollars richest man in really? the world. He doesn't really care by the way. I'm sure he doesn't. I, I mean I don't know. He's strange but as long as his stock performs I'm fine with him. I love him cuz he's made a lot of money to myself and my parents <laughs> and uh, but uh, but yeah and uh, the market yeah the market i mean i'm i'm, I'm saying that cuz cuz bitcoin also has been stirring up mm-hmm. something and uh, cryptos in general i think now 
uh, I was I was not really a big fan of cryptos. I really thought I, I was I'm very much a, just a plain vanilla like banking, you know, like um, everything that I need things to be regulated in this in this in this field. You know, I don't like, and it's not that it's not regulated. It's just it, re- it regulates itself. But Bitcoin, I think now like people are starting to see the traction it's gonna have. Mm. Even institutions, I mean, J.P. Morgan uh, uh, put put a set of price target of. I think one hundred twenty thousand dollars, one hundred forty, something like that, and now it's trading at. And if you want to stock uh, stocks, uh, lesson with Nabil. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go too follow, deep. Follow him Maybe on, on stocks one. by Nabil. You yeah. should do that, by the way. Stocks by. Nabil. I'm really not that good. <laughs> I, I, no one said I'm you were. Really, uh, I mean, Ahmed did. That's no, no one said you were. Um, right. Yeah. Um, so I think Bitcoin. Yeah. Bit Bitcoin. <laughs> we, we're never in sync I, when it I comes really, to no 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 listen I had to make it smooth well done thank you all for tuning in on this very special slime supreme supreme, supreme slime episode with me and Abil. Um it was a pleasure to get back on the show once again after sure. being gone for so long yep. thank you all for tuning in we appreciate the support that you guys bring us every week except for Last week, of course, because because mm-hmm. we were off. But we do appreciate all the support. And if you want to see more, like this video and subscribe. It's free. Right? You summed it up. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Youssef. Nabil, once again. And we are the Slime Sandwich Podcast. Goodbye for now. Peace. I have the perfect response for that.